0: the straight poop it's a deal the hydrocortisone for the desk I'll have a truck in front of this building at uh, 0600 okay but the desk better be here Uh, because if it's not the truck takes off and I sell to my other buyer it'll be here I don't know how you guys going to pull this off without anybody getting wise
1: it makes two of us
0: three of us All right, Frank, you got me up, but you better have a good reason.
2: Now, the cold facts are, sir, that I believe there are black stockings, marketeers operating out of this base. I'm not in a position black to name marketeers
0: names. marketeers? On my base? I booze. Welcome to the MASH 4077 podcast. This is episode two, To Market, To Market. I'm Kenny, and joining me today are my buddies, Meds. Hello there. And our friend Al Hi there Today's episode was directed by Michael O'Herlihy Written by Bert Steiler Production code is J303 And the original air date is September 24th, 1972 Well, wow, this is a day after my birthday And I was two years old Ooh, hey. happy late birthday Happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> but Also, I'd like to point out that this is production number 303 Which means it was the third episode produced But it's the second episode to air they do that a lot in t v where they you know will shoot a bunch, and then they'll figure what plays best next to each other, so they'll move the series around,
2: like we saw okay. with Firefly.
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah, that was a bad thing, yeah that they did mm-hmm. with Firefly,
2: yeah.
0: but no yeah, they do, and you can do it, especially with like a show like Mash, is the fact that these a lot of this a lot of the episodes don't rely on the previous episode, they're standalones. You know, so you really don't need to know what happened. Some of the stories you do, because they have a continuing storyline throughout the entire mm-hmm. series. But for the most part, a lot of these are standalone, and you can't interchange them, and, which is always kind of cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of stories, the story behind this episode is the black market. They knocked off the uh, the shipment of the 4077th supplies once again. And Hawkeye and Trapper meet with the black marketer to agree to trade... Henry Blake's 100-year-old vintage desk for a new batch of hydrocortisone, which they desperately need.
1: Do you know what the desk was made out of?
2: It was oak. Yeah,
1: it's, it's oak, because that's the one thing he always asks, isn't it, throughout the episode? He goes, uh, do you know what it's made of? And everyone goes, oak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't know what kind of wood this is. It's oak.
0: Nope. It's oak. Well, first of all,
1: I'll bet you don't know what kind of wood it is. Oak. Nope, it's oak. It's a beautiful desk as well. It's a beautiful looking desk. It is. Yeah, well, a noticeable cast, uh, guest cast in this uh, include G Wood as Brigadier General Hammond, and of course Odessa Cleveland as Lieutenant Ginger Bailey. So uh, Odessa Cleveland appeared as a nurse in the mash spin-off Trapper John M.D. Both these two actors, uh, G Wood and Odessa Cleveland, had appeared in the pilot episode as well, playing the same characters.
2: Nice. Another notable in this episode was the uh, uh, very famous uh, character actor, Robert Ito. He played Lynn. Um, he also played a regular character in the uh, television series, Quincy, as Quincy's lab tech. Uh, Ito also guest starred on several of our favorite episodes in the Star Trek universe. He played on Star uh, Uh, an episode of the Star Trek Next Generation coming of age as TAC Officer Lieutenant Chang. And he also played on Star Trek Voyager as John Kim, Harry Kim's father.
0: Very cool. And our last guest was Jack Sue, who played Charlie, was a veteran character actor, played many roles, but his biggest was Detective Nick Yamana on Barney Miller. I remember him on Barney Miller. So uh, I used to watch that series, too.
2: He was great for the deadpan looks.
0: Definitely, definitely.
2: I heard that. You have no right to blame Major Houlihan. That hydrocortisone and half our other supplies were hijacked before they ever left Seoul. It's those vicious black marketeers.
1: Yeah, so where are the MPs? Yeah, they're supposed to do something besides direct traffic and rinse their gloves
2: at night. The Army is well aware of its responsibilities. It so happens a truck just pulled up outside with our replacement supplies.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this episode. Give them our thoughts. You want to go ahead and kick us off, Meds? Yeah, I really like this episode. Um...
1: There's, there's some real full, uh, funny moments in it. And uh, I just say, um, the, the main the main bit is Jack Sue. He has some fantastic looks in it, um, especially when uh, they have to go and bargain with him uh, to see if they can get the, the drugs back. And he's just sitting there with all that supply. But when they pull his own meagre, per desk away from him, he just looks so alone and so <laughs> shocked. Uh, it's just brilliant. But my, my favourite uh, scene in this episode uh is and because i i'm a sucker for sets uh you know I, I i've got uh pictures here in front of me of the mass set that people have drawn and photographed as we as we discussed on the on the last episode where you know the aerial shots um we all know of course the interiors are filmed in at the studio uh, mm-hmm. and also the outside are, are filmed outside but the there's a scene where they have to get the desk out and the only way they can do it is to knock the wall of Henry's office out. And, <laughs> and that's how they escape with the desk. But if you look closely at that scene, the set is is, is just perfect to the studio one. And yeah, okay, as it should be. But I love that because from when I first saw it when I was younger, I actually then thought that everything I match was filmed like on set. Mm-hmm. Because he looks dead on. And, that, and you think, well, what can you do it? And obviously, you can't because of camera angles. But that is actually my favourite thing. And uh, I think um, uh, McLean Stevenson, his acting, his, his bewilderment is he, just brilliant. I think he's he's the star of this episode. Pardon me, Henry. Uh, isn't that your desk? Yeah. That's my genuine antique desk. Sending it out to be waxed? I don't know what it's doing up there.
0: Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts, Al?
2: Well... I, I I like this episode because we get to see just how incredibly clever a surgeon Hawkeye really is and we see that right at the beginning uh when he realizes that they are out of the much needed hydrocortisone uh he he quickly changes the uh the whole thing up by uh ordering some uh, was it o negative blood
1: um yeah t- to mm-hmm. be pumped
2: into the general so we get to see what a great surgeon uh that Hawkeye really, really is.
1: Give me a hundred milligrams of hydrocortisone to give IV. It's
2: empty, doctor.
1: I mm, mean empty. Get another one.
2: It's the last one.
1: What are you talking about? All right, keep pushing the plasma. Get me, uh, get me some O negative blood. I the double.
2: And we mm-hmm. also get to see in this episode how clever he and Trapper are when it comes to just about anything. Um, you know, they do things. Uh, without even blinking they know what needs to be done and they go do it yeah and i agree yeah. with you meds uh, uh henry blake is definitely the star of this show when uh when he walks into his uh to his office the first thing i mean he doesn't notice that the, that the wall is gone the first thing he notices is that his beloved oak desk is missing yeah. and then he looks up because frank is staring at the wall <laughs> and it's just. And his you drinks
1: know. cabinet. It's the fact he looks like. He goes straight to his drinks cabinet, first of, right. of all, to see if it's a <laughs> yeah, <right>. That's right. <laughs> At least
2: his priorities are straight, but yeah. Uh, Whiskey, two scotch, one gin, one.
0: Thank heavens. Thank heavens.
2: And then when they go outside and uh, they see the the desk flying overhead, uh, yeah. being choppered <laughs> out, I mean, you're, you're right. McLean Stevenson was just a. I think he was an underrated actor. He he just took it all in stride, you know, just like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, there's my desk flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going up. And right. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think they did a great job of uh, bringing, you know, some, uh, some great character actors in guest starring roles uh, like Jack Sue. And they, um, they really utilized them just, just perfectly. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree uh, as well meds when uh, Hawkeye in, is pulling the, the desk away. You know, Jack Sue just has that incredible look of, you know, I'm nude, I'm naked in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, one thing I liked about it was the slapstickiness of, of when Trapper and Hawkeye were trying to get the desk out initially. You know, it's just the whole bumbling, you know, I mean, McLean was, uh, McLean, uh Blake, was great at just uh, just having those he has some of the best reactions oh yeah because they're, because they're non-reactions you know you're gonna walk into your office and the wall's missing and you're just you think <laughs> you would do more than just he was just like dumbfounded had no idea what to think you know and i, I just like the whole way of how they got a whole you know got around it because the door was locked and they couldn't get out and they decided to remove a wall and yeah. you know the helicopter coming in and hoisting it out i mean it was it's just so well played. It was so so well done.
2: Like I said, they, they do whatever they need to do, and, and that's what I liked about it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And they were doing it for a good cause. I mean, you know, you know, a, a lot of the times, you know, especially throughout the series, I'm like, yeah, those guys would be court martialed if they did <laughs> half the things that they did. You know, and especially like Frank. I mean, there'd be so many times that these guys would be court martialed for the things they did, and you have to just take it with a grain of salt and kind of let it roll off your back and. You know, it's funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, as you say, they, they always do something for the greater good. And when, when the desk is flying in the air, um, uh, uh, Henry goes, yeah, I don't know what it's doing, it's, it's just there in the air. And the hawk turns around <laughs> and say It's probably going to a better place. And of course, it is going <laughs> to a better place. I don't know what it's doing up there. It just keeps going up, up, up to a far, far better place, I'm sure there is one thing in this episode that i absolutely love and it's uh, almost a throwaway line and it's having a dig at those uh 70s well late 60s early 70s comedies which probably used um uh, race as a as a general bit of humor on a bad way and uh, that's when uh, jack sue turns around because he plays he play he pretends to be a general mm-hmm. uh, at the big, you know in the middle of it and then at the end he's just a a, a normal private driving jeep and henry goes are you related to a general? And Jack Sue's character turn around and goes, well, you know what they say, we all look the same. Have you got a relative who's a general?
2: You know how it is, Colonel. We all look alike.
1: <laughs> and it's such a throwaway line, but it's perfect, and it's brilliant. It's almost like a, a nice little dig there from the writers. I, I love that.
2: Nice, nice yeah. little line.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That, that is really cool. That does stand out, too. Is a throwaway, but it does catch you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very funny.
2: Well, and the reaction, you know, Henry's reaction, like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, that's true. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it is. It's classic. Yeah.
0: Good
1: stuff. Anything else? Uh, I noticed something. Uh, I, I know we do a behind-the-scenes thing. This is actually not not really behind-the-scenes. It's actually something I notice in the swamp, um, where Radar comes in to wake them up, and and you see Trapper. He, he doesn't want to go. He's mm-hmm. he's in his happy place. Uh, <laughs> but if you notice in the background, you know Hawkeye's got his his brilliant red uh, dressing game with the U.S. Army um, logo on the side. Um, I've always imagined Hawkeye in that outfit. If you look closely, they've all got a red. Um, uh, dressing game, it must be a standard issue dressing game. But I've only really, I don't, it. Think, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, Trapper wears it once, I think, but uh, throughout the rest of the series, Hawks always got that same dressing going on. Uh, yeah. But if you look closely in the tent, they've all got it. But when they sneak out, it's the way Frank pops his head up. You know, they've all gone out of the tent, and he pops his head up. The light's shining on Larry Linville's face, and he puts his cap on. But the way he puts his cap on, it peeks down just above his nose, so he's like a secret squirrel
2: kind
1: of thing. You know, <laughs> as he sneaks out. Oh that, that creases me up that dude. That that really did make
0: me laugh.
2: That's great. You know, it was a great episode. And I and I do believe uh that this is this kinda of set the tone for at least the next couple of seasons with uh, with the slapstick and things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think, Kenny, that, yeah, as, you, as you said earlier on well, in the opening, that this is the third episode film, but this is the second episode uh, uh, shown out. As, as, we, as you mentioned, this happens an awful lot. It happened on Doctor Who quite a lot. Do you, do mm-hmm. you think that when they, they filmed this and they thought, actually, this, this is probably better than episode two. Let's, let's throw this in as episode two because it's a great start. It's a good, strong episode. And it's, we've done the pilot. We've, we've, we've ironed out the creases. And let's whack the audience with this episode.
0: You know, that's a possibility. I would have to research and see what the actual Episode 2 was, mm. you know, in, in its place and, and see if it was any better. Um, there could be a number of reasons. It could be, you know, they just felt it, it, it flowed better or maybe Episode 2 worked better with Episode 12. You know, when it, you know, it mm. just depends on – there could be any number of reasons. But, yeah, definitely. This was a strong episode and they did so well with the pilot, maybe they wanted to continue – that flow and they decided, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this one is definitely stronger. Let's play it now um, because they can, you know, I mean, I don't remember. Does Henry's death show up in episode? See, that's another thing. I, I can't recall what episode two is right now production wise. Yeah, because yes. does the death show up in episode two because it didn't disappear until three.
1: Yeah. Ah. Well, well, yeah, but you know, he, he only gets the episode. He only gets the desk. He
0: he acquires the desk at the beginning
1: of this episode and loses right. the desk in his.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. See, so it would only be in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So there's no continuity thing. So, yeah. See, that was another reason why they could use it. You know, move yeah. it up because it doesn't affect any other previous episodes.
1: Unless I put it in when uh, Potter was in, that that would have been really weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> 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 We're locked in
1: does a guy who's so bad with a needle always know right where to jab us i don't know wait i'll bet i had the key to this vault
0: all right let's move on to our nice little behind the scenes we found a few interesting tidbits uh, you want to start us off meds yeah, well, uh, and the pilot episode of MASH,
1: uh, it, of course, it starts off with the subscript uh, career 1950, 100 years ago, which dates it, obviously. Uh, and all the dates <laughs> specified in the first and second series are set in the show around about 1951. But hydrocore design wasn't introduced until 1952. So, of course, it wouldn't have been used in that episode. That's interesting. Mm, that's a medical geeky fact.
0: Yeah it is. Definitely,
1: definitely. Come on, doctors, give us geeky facts.
2: <laughs> well, they were cutting edge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> now, another interesting little tidbit was uh you know, the, the, the crux of this this episode, um when Hawkeye and Trapper sneak into Henry's office to uh to disassemble the desk, well, they're kind of um dodging and ducking uh, frank and margaret because you know margaret's the duty officer and frank comes in and you know he suspects something's up and of course in frank and margaret fashion they start making out and then decide to move their you know their action somewhere else and as they're leaving frank locks henry's door with a padlock well Radar frantically tries to let them out so that they could beat the deadline and get the desk out to the, uh, to the driver as soon as possible, but um, he can't do it. You know, there, there's no, He can't find the key, can't get it over, open, so that's when they decide to drop the, the wall. But after Hawkeye and Trapper have escaped by pulling down the wall, Henry, followed by Frank, come rushing into the office and they just throw the door open. They don't yeah. stop and unlock the door yeah. at all.
0: It's one of those little, you know, to save time, don't have to have Henry fish out his keys <laughs> and unlock the lock. And
2: yeah, how exciting know, just, would that be? <laughs> <Isn't> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, most people honestly, I don't think I ever caught it. You know, it's it's not something that you would catch because you're so in the in the the moment because hmm. they just escape with the desk, it's just being lifted off the air, and Frank and and you know Henry jump in, mm-hmm. yeah. so you don't really think, wait a minute, that door was locked a few minutes ago, you know. <laughs> I think it's one of those things, though, isn't it, where that—and
1: uh, not, not so much as a bad way—but the more times you watch Mash, like any good TV series, you always notice something that you didn't notice before. Like we were saying about the dressing gowns and, mm-hmm. uh, and little sort of things like that—is that you go back and you think, "Oh, I've never noticed that before." And and I think that's what makes Mash so uh, you know so enjoyable every time you watch it. Well, uh, watch mm-hmm.
0: it, uh, watch it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We love hearing from our listeners. If you want to send us an email or a voice message, as in an MP3, you can send it to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. It's M-A-S-H 4077podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're in, uh, inclined to stalk us, follow us, sneak around in our swamp.
1: You can follow us on Twitter. Yes, we have a Twitter account. And uh, come and follow us. We are at mash 4077 Podcast
2: and check us out on the web at MASH 4077.podbean.com.
0: So that's going to do it for episode two of MASH 4077 Podcast. You've been listening to Kenny Mittlider, Simon Meddings, and Al Kessel. We'll be seeing you. Look at fellas, I like to go along with you, but I'm a businessman. If there was just something you had I could use, you know what, Charlie, there is
1: something there's only one of in all of Southeast Asia. A very special item that would enhance this office and give it what it cries out for. Prestige.
0: Hi, this is Kenny.
2: And this is Jenny.
0: We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild.
2: We're not like your typical fan podcasts.
0: Both Kenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast crew and fans of the guild we keep you up to date on general guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew
2: so please give us a listen on itunes or at knightsoftheguild.com 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win one million dollars on The Amazing Race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the one million dollar prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes, and we'll see you at
1: the fast forward hello there my name is Med, and this is david frost you're not david frost all right i mean this is mark and we are the present mark all right get on with it okay and we're the presenters of waffle on podcast and we like to talk about crap TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it, really, <laughs> especially the British stuff. But we're having a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable! You can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon Do not smile when I say the word colon. Oh, I'm not. <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And And we're we're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much, we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House. In iTunes. Today's episode was
0: directed by Michael O'Hurth. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Herlihy? Herlihy. Herlihy.
2: Herlihy. 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 (laughs) Herlihy.